It is the morning news on 770 CHQR. My name is Andrew Schultz. Holding down the fort as Sudiel is on holidays this week. Coming up a little bit later in the program, your first check on business. That's just after 6.30. And following that, travel without vaccine. Are you willing to travel without a COVID-19 vaccine? You know, out there, available to you, to the general public? We hear about how Canadians feel about this. Would you hop on a plane or would you travel? There's a new survey that we'll be digging into. Also, in one minute time, we'll find out about back to school. Might look a little bit different this year. We touch base with a shopping expert to hear about the things you'll need to make the return to school easier and how that, again, might look a little bit different this time out. Right now, time for helicopter traffic for West District by Truman. Only one traffic light from the mountains. We're getting reports of a sinkhole in the southwest, westbound Southland Drive between Elbow Drive and 14th Street. I haven't been able to get my eyes on it, but if you are concerned about it, I would recommend taking westbound Anderson as an alternate route. Over in the southeast, seeing a little bit of east and westbound volume on Glenmore Trail by 24th Street. There was some overnight construction through that area that could just be in the final stages of wrapping up. And taking a look at northbound Deerfoot, about a 15-minute drive from the Cranston and Seton area up to Memorial. Can't vacation? Then staycation. Visit the Subaru Staycation Sale for incredible rates from 0.5% and a lease bonus up to $1,000 on 2020 models. For the 770 CHQR Traffic Helicopter, I'm Phil Jansen. I can see you in the morning when you go to school. Don't forget your books, you know you gotta learn the golden rule. Somewhat of an appropriate song for this next segment. Yes, it's 609 on the morning news. Whether you're sending your kids back to school or keeping them home for online schooling, there's always a list of must-haves. We're joined now by Sarah Skirbol, shopping expert, to chat about this and more. Good morning to you, Sarah. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm not sure if it's on your list, Sarah. Good morning to you. But I, I want to get into the clothing and, and how you draw some uh, some uh, barriers to the kids or a line in the sand about how many uh, articles of new clothes you should have back to school. Mm-hmm. But let's get to the, the real deal, which is the supplies. Now, this year, you're a shopping expert. Uh, you really probably had to sharpen your pencil to adapt because it, it's not your regular back to school list, is it? That's exactly right. We are seeing some shifts when it comes to what people are buying. But the good news is that, I mean, for the economy, people are still spending. We know that people are still spending upwards of $532 when it comes to -to back-to-school shopping. So whether that means kids are or parents are choosing the virtual learning option or kids are going back to school, they still need supplies. Those supplies are just going to look a little different. And when you say a little different, you know, I'm a little older than school age. It's been, well, decades since I've been in the classroom. Uh, so back then it would have been, you know, the duotangs, the journals, if you will, the binders. What are some of the essentials, you know, if, if they are going back to school, even if it's part-time, what do they really need in that backpack? Yeah, so kids, I get, I mean, you bring up the word backpack, such an interesting piece of language these days. If kids are only going back to school half the time, are parents still going to plan to buy a backpack? It's really undecided. But what we do know is that, yes, they need the journals and the notebooks and the pens and the pencils and all that. But we do know that parents are going to spend a little bit more on electronics this year. Mm-hmm. We know that when it comes to the breakdown, parents are going to spend about $192 on electronics, mm-hmm. $200 on clothing and about $100, $111 to be exact, on shoes. 
<laughs> those shoes can be pricey. So the virtual must-have <laughs> items, you know, for those online items or, or whatever type of app they need, what are some of these virtual must-haves that the kids need in uh, going into the 2020-2021 year? Yeah, so for the younger kids, we're, we're starting to see an uptick in tablets um, and even Chromebooks. You know, there are Chromebook computers for as low as $149, um, under $200. You can get a nice, durable notebook. I mean, a notebook as in computer notebook. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and then we're, we're also starting to see a lot of parents purchasing noise cancellation headbands, headphones. So for the children who might be on Zoom calls during the day, during the times that they are learning at home, or for those parents who are at home working. So we're starting to see an uptick when it comes to noise-canceling headphones and even just AirPods in general. Um, you can find some inexpensive ones on Amazon for around 50 bucks, and I tell you what, they're worth the investment. Uh, we're also starting to see a lot of parents buying alarm clocks. Um, so kids <laughs> are looking to go back to school, but they need to be on a schedule. And in some cases, they're going to have to get up a little bit earlier than normal. Um, like I said, parents have more stress on their plate than ever before, given the work from home COVID situation. Some aren't back to school yet. Some aren't back to work yet. So they're managing the household, managing their workload. Um, and so they're really starting to provide a and wanting to provide a little bit more responsibility for their children. So an alarm clock is a good way to do that. Get them up out of bed on their own, uh, give them a little bit more responsibility. Sarah, I like that you said that because I've got two teens at home, 13 and 15, uh, going into grade eight and grade to 10. And I have, uh, I bought alarm clocks. I think they were 20 bucks each for a little cube alarm clock that actually has a radio too. And they were shocked to see that because I'm such a dinosaur. Uh, but what I like about that is before they would say, I'll use my iPod or my iPad and set an alarm. But I like that it's old school technology because you can't mess with the alarm clock, whereas they might not leave their, you know, iPod or iPad charged. So it's, it's there and it will wake them up. Yeah, and I also like it because it's a little bit more difficult to snooze an alarm clock than it is to snooze your iPhone. Oh, good, good point. So I guess it's battling technology and getting it right. Let's talk about, uh, you know, if they are at home uh, full-time or even part-time, storage solutions. Because I know in my home, I can have paper strewn and, and, and pencils and, and uh, you know, tablets here and there. How do we store this stuff? Is there a certain corner we should be having or can we buy something to help us organize? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. And, and, you know, the other thing about work from home, learning from home, it all adds up, right? So it's really important to find coupons on the things that you're going to be buying. Mm -hmm. Retailmenot.ca is a great resource to find everything you need from food delivery coupons to even at-home store solution coupons. So consider um, getting some space savers at CB2. Right now they're offering up to 30% off. Uh, Buclair is offering 20% off your next order. So smart storage and just adding a little bit of creativity can go a really long way, especially when everyone is under one roof this fall. Now, as far as, you know, shopping itself, you know, and I've written down retailmenot.ca, trying to find the best deal, stretch that dollar for sure. I, I would think that uh, behaviors when it comes to back-to-school shopping will be a lot different because I know that, you know, for example, in Calgary, it would probably be in the next two weeks we start to see the malls ramp up. That might yeah. not be the case this time. It's not going to be the case. I mean, yes, back to school is actually one of those time-honored traditions, to your point, where you go with your kids in the, in the mall. What do you, what's your first day of school outfit? What backpack do you want? What lunchbox do you want? It's a time-honored tradition. I can remember doing it with my kids. I do it with my, doing it with my parents. I uh, intend to do it with my, my child. Um, and so what we're going to see that's a little bit different this year is not a ton of people are going to be in the mall. But what we are seeing an uplift in is curbside pickup. 
So in uh, pickup in store and then also curbside is really booming right now. In fact, you're going to be able to find lots of deals, too. So stores are starting to incentivize the consumer to take advantage of those curbside delivery, curbside pickup options. Okay. Now, you mentioned the back-to-school outfit, so I'm really glad you brought that up because with two Mm -hmm. teen girls, they don't want an outfit. They want a brand-new wardrobe. So what is best to lay down those parameters before you go shopping? Do you say it's going to be one outfit or do you set a budget? What works best to to make it, uh, you know, a a, a real goal, attainable goal that doesn't break the bank but also makes them feel like it's a special time? Yeah, you want to give them a little bit of autonomy when it comes to back to school. These are their friends. It's their time away from the house. Um, let them have a little bit of independence when it comes to back to school. So my advice is to offer them one outfit. You get to pick out one, your back to school outfit, one new pair of shoes, and then don't take them to the most expensive store. Mm-hmm. Take them to somewhere that's a little less expensive, and then that gives them free reign. So if they do choose the most expensive outfit, outfit at the less expensive store, you can't be spending more than 30 or $40. And, you know, like I said, it gives them a little bit of independence. Um, it's probably going to be one of the only things that they get to pick out before the holiday season on their own where they um, have the authority to say, I want this. Um, so it's a nice thing to do. Again, I think it's a, a tradition. Try to keep things a little bit normal for the kids during these uncertain times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Finally going to get there 26 days away here in the city of Calgary till September 1st and we start school. So we appreciate your time this morning, uh, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. That is Sarah Skierbull, shopping expert. And it brings about the question. It kind of hit me yesterday with that update from uh, Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Dina Hinshaw, and, of course, Education Minister Adriana Lagrange. Uh, they updated and made the announcement that masks will be mandatory for those students from grades 4 to 12 and masks for all staff within the schools. I'd look at the calendar, and that's when I realized, yeah, just a barely over three weeks till the start. So I'm wondering if you have kids in your house, are you looking at back to school? Are you looking at getting some new supplies? Are you 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 just kind of waiting? Does it not really feel like back to school for you, or is this something that is, you know, um, in motion in your house? Send us a text, 403-974-8255. Right now, time for helicopter traffic for West District by Truman, a community connected to its city. Those major routes still moving along pretty nicely this morning. Eastbound on 16th Avenue, looking at about 15 minutes from Stony Trail Northwest over to Deerfoot. Southbound on Highway 2 from Airdrie, taking about 18 minutes from Yankee Valley Boulevard down to Memorial Drive. Northbound on Deerfoot from the Cranston and Seton area, taking 15 minutes up to 17th Avenue. And over in the southeast, seeing some east and westbound delays on Glenmore Trail by 24th Street. That is due to some overnight construction that was in the area. Demand is rising. There is an immediate need for blood. Over 40,000 appointments to be filled across Canada this month. Appointments are required. Book now at blood.ca. For the 770 CHQR Traffic Helicopter, I'm Phil Jansen.